Milestones aplenty tonight for everywhere related to the San Jose Sharks, including Eric Carlson hitting the century mark. We'll break that down. We'll break down this game. And, uh, well, we'll talk about what the chances are for the Sharks in the draft lottery. Right now, this is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is April 10th, 2023, and the San Jose Sharks go to Manitoba with a chance to sweep the season series between the Winnipeg Jets and don't. They lose 6-2 to the Jets. The Jets almost on the verge of going to the playoffs. The Sharks almost on the verge of finishing their season, but we have plenty to talk about right now here on Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive post game. We do this after every game, so if you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow hockey fans all over the world on the YouTube page or on the app here in Sharks Territory. Of course, follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok. Find everything at tealtownusa.com. And of course, if you want to support the pod, by all means, hit us up on Venmo at tealtownusa or use the Super Chat option on the YouTube And with that, I say good evening to you. I am Eric alongside Miss, is, I, I almost messed up there, Mrs. <laughs> Dana Meyerson. What's happening, Dana? How you been? Um, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, guys, I'm glad the season's wrapping up. Like, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's be honest. It's, it's been, uh, it's been a bit, so, uh, so at the moment, uh, Ramon Garcia, EK100, and betterish draft odds. We'll get to that. Not the moment they aren't, but uh, Puck Mom, congrats to EK100 and Pavelski1000. We'll get into Pavs. And don't forget Logan700. Yep, we'll definitely get to that for sure. So, uh, so the Sharks begin their final three games of the regular season, a road trip through Western Canada. They start... Monday night here against Winnipeg. Then they'll go to Calgary on Wednesday and finish up Thursday in Edmonton. But for this game, it, this was a crazy start, Dana. You know, 20 seconds in, uh, you know, just a nice play that got going by Henry Thrun and it led up to eventually EK65 getting his 24th of the year to get the Sharks up one nothing just 20 seconds in. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could say my reaction. Well, my reaction was like 60% positive because, you know, we all want EK65 <laughs> to hit 100 points, which he did. So now now the Sharks can score zero for all I care. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, it was like whiplash is very disorienting. Um, but you know what? If, if the run can be a good partner for... Okay, if he does end up sticking around next year, like <laughs> maybe that's an option. Although, like D partners do not stick to EK sixty five; their so, points go up and they get catapulted right into another team. <laughs> so, what you're saying is we need to move Thrun off of EK sixty five's line so we can keep him around. Totally get that. Totally get that. So, uh, but yeah, nice play. I think he took a hit to make the play to get it going, so made it one nothing. But then 
LeBanc would go to the box, setting up a Winnipeg power play. Dubois with his 27th on a play that looked very similar to what the Sharks used to run with Joe Thornton uh, in like a tic-tac-toe one-timer in uh, just a 111 in to make it 1-1. And then Winnipeg just started dominating that rest of that third period. You get Adam Lowry with his 12th, Kyle Connor his 32nd, and Dana, the, in, it ended up being 14 to 5 in shots after 20 minutes. And, you know, at, at least at least we had that one moment where, you know, we could celebrate, you know. Uh, Who's we? <laughs> uh, I celebrated the point. Um, yeah. Otherwise, they could have had zero shots. I mean, I, I know I can be quoted at the start of the season saying, like, I want them to be fun bad. But, like, guys, I just want them to be bad right now. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to do. Um, cause, but, and they're even bad at that. They're bad at being bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like or, two weeks ago. Or when they're bad, they, they, they're they good, and that makes them bad. You know, because, uh, well, we'll get into more of that in a little bit, because it just seems like you're, you're not being entertaining bad, I mean, but you're at the same time, then you... you play well to win and that's bad essentially but we'll get into all that in the in a little bit there uh second period nothing like i was like nothing happened like i i i i don't know i mean dana you said you were gonna say hi to your dad so yeah, hi to dana's um, dad <laughs> yeah sorry to interrupt i'm being told that my audio sounds like it's far away oh no, uh, um, I think you're. I think you're okay. I think I'm just really close, so it might be oh, the disparity okay. a little bit. But I can hear you clearly, so that's that's good. Saint Owen, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, my friend. Uh, but in the third period, then it, it just you know started to be chaotic, especially early on. Uh, Mason Appleton with his fourth, 16 seconds in, made it 4-1. Uh, Winnipeg, you know, uh, not to not to steal from from Dana's post-it notes, I think, but if that was, I would never. No I'm sorry, no peeking. Yes, I'm sorry, my bad. But the 14th time the Sharks would allow a goal in the opening minute of a period, which ties the Kraken. Hmm, I wonder who gave up all those goals. Uh, <laughs> uh, to make it four-one, but then, but then Dana, the big moment. The Sharks get a power play. EK65 gets his second of the game from Hurdle, his 100th point of the season. Uh, what did you see from that, Dana, as EK65 hits the century mark? Um, I mean, he looks really confident out there. Like, he's just kind of above everyone else. Um, had some defensive blunders in previous games but other than that huh. knows how to handle himself um hurdle was so excited um that made me happy you know grabbing the puck just real quick and then hugging his face um <laughs> it's just so wholesome i'm glad hurdle was in on it um you know if it would have been another unassisted then it, or wait no this one was unassisted right? no this one was assisted by hurdle Okay, but was there one that was unassisted? Not for not for tonight. Oh no, I know it was initially listed as unassisted. Correct. Yeah. Um, 
and she instantly and did get in on it. Good. Yeah. But I mean, hurdles. Sorry, <laughs> Carlson's whole season has been unassisted. Um, in a metaphorical sense. Um, okay, well, I'm glad Hurdle got credit for that, but um, yeah. So, it's guys, Carlson got to 100. We can be bad, bad now. <laughs> so bad. Whoa, whoa, easy here. <laughs> um, it's her last show of the year. She's having fun. She's counting down the weeks to Taylor Swift, folks. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, so and then uh, then two more Winnipeg goals. You know, Morrissey gets his 16th. He get Morrissey for a guy that's probably one of the competitors for the Norris with Carlson, a goal and two assists. So he you knew it was a big game for him to make a standpoint for his votes. We'll see how that happens. Uh, I'm I'm not to not to aside from the game. Let's let me just say. You mean you don't want to talk about this engaging and enthralling game where the Sharks really like showed us what they're made of as a team? Anything else to talk about? Seriously, please go ahead. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're good. She's, she's let down the hair, folks. And it also, it's a it's a it's an early game. You know, for for a 4 p.m. start here, 6 p.m. for her, and in Winnipeg. Uh, you know. <laughs> I I mean, at this point, we just gotta let it down and just tell it like it is. Like, not that we mm-hmm. don't do that already on this program, but you know, as besides, yeah, the I've been lying the whole, like all like my previous twenty shows. <laughs> right, <laughs> I lied about everything. Margie isn't a cat; she's a dog. Oh, what? Wow, this is this is gonna get spicy here in a little bit. Oh boy. We're having fun here. She's at Dana May with an extra Y on Twitter. Why? Because she uh, wanted Why to make her. Why not? Oh, there you go. Yes, absolutely. Why not? I was going to say why because Curtis Brown asked why. So, you know. Uh, so Morrissey gets his 16th. He has a three-point night. Mark Shifley finishes off the scoring with a power play goal uh, for the Jets to win 6-2. A big win for the Jets. As they get to 93 points, uh, basically all but eliminating Nashville. And if Calgary is unsuccessful tonight, he uh, the Flames are out. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But let's go to the moment at hand. Eric Carlson here. Um, I mean, it's obviously, you know, expectations, I think, were kind of low. Uh, throughout the yeah. year uh, j- or going into the year just because of what has transpired in his time in San Jose. I mean, and yes, there are many defensive miscues aside. Uh, we won't talk, <laughs> uh, not to get all Curtis Brown again, but we won't talk about the how EK handed it over essentially to Nathan McKinnon in overtime last week. Um, but you also have to give accomplishments they're due and for eric carlson to do this in his 80th game i i mean it, it's it tells you something on on one his perseverance two thank goodness he was healthy for most of the season yeah i was gonna say it just occurred to me that he hasn't missed a game who i i would sooner have i hate to say it guys i would sooner have Carlson gets a hundred points on my bingo card. Then Carlson 
plays all 82 games. I guess there's technically time to not do that. But, um, yeah, d- this was a prove the haters wrong season. Not only the, um, the you know, people who said he was washed. Like, I don't, myself included, I don't know that people thought, oh, his best season is, is ahead of him. Like, um, I don't <laughs> yeah, know right. that I could claim I thought that. I was very much adamant that it's ridiculous to say someone's washed when they're 31, um, especially a defenseman. Um, but, you know, he also proved wrong people who, you know, feel like he can't stay healthy for a season that, you know, he's just so injury prone, like he's just tumbling and falling everywhere. And, um, you know, that, that nasty groin injury that seemed to last multiple years, like that was a big concern, but, um, and granted, yeah, it's possible that that continued to be an issue, but he didn't show it. And that big sort of I was going to say Achilles heel, but maybe that's in poor taste given um, his um, a flaw that was often capitalized on by other teams in previous seasons when he was still dealing with his injuries was that like he just could not turn on his right side. Um, And if if right, it was right. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if if everyone knows how to capitalize on that, then like you're not going to get anything done. So I think it's not a coincidence, uh, certainly that, um, you know, he stayed healthy for a season and like being able to turn in both directions is kind of good and important. Um, So. uh, So, yeah, no, I've been happy. It's funny, like my husband had him on uh, his fantasy team um, and he only got Carlson on his team because he accidentally slept through the draft uh, (laughs) and (laughs) auto-drafted. And I explained to him today that we're a keeper league, so, you know, we each keep three players and I'm like, you can keep him next season and then you can take credit. Right. So... (laughs) Uh, another thing about this game and, and Verge 7F91, I wanted to say uh, the Barracuda line demonstrated multiple textbook examples of how to get trapped in your zone. But they're a Barracuda line, guys. <laughs> Emphasis on the AHL Barracuda. Okay. Um, I have a posted about that whenever we get to that. Let's get to those and then we'll get to the, the quotes in the locker room. So currently, if, if you did bet at your local betting sportsbook and everything dana is currently at 65 post-it notes the over under was 70 let's see where we're at now here's dana with her post-it notes i would drum roll but last time i hit a table during um, after dark aj came on again (laughs) got on my cape what what was i trying to say aj aj came after me uh the the no in his defense it it probably screws with the audio but anyway i give like a little tap there we go. Okay. So we have one, two, three, four, five. So it was it was seventy point five. That was oh. the over under. <gasps> I did not plan this, I swear. Like I just write whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think anyone took the under. Okay, no, well, I think, but... anyway, um, the post-its have things written on them, too. That's the cool part. All right, well, let's get that to cool part. Um, so, first of all, I don't know if I mentioned this on our... I feel like I did the previous Winnipeg show, but West Side Story is actually one of my favorite movies of all time. It's my favorite musical, so these games always have a special place in of my course. heart. Of course. Yes. Um, uh, I said regarding the Dubois goal, it's the first time ever a player 
uh, goals scored by a player whose spirit was not in his body. Um, Dubois just, he's in Montreal already. He's, <laughs> he wants to go there so bad. <laughs> but I get, you know, he's <laughs> um, at least 2% present enough to score a goal. Uh, he's still a good player, though. Like, the, in all the, caught up in all the drama, you know, it's like he is still a good player. And I think wherever he ends up, he can contribute. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, 700 points for Couture. I guess we can talk about that yes. as well. Yes. Um, Randy, I, I'm always noting like brand new sentences I've never heard in my life or phrases that Randy will say. And at uh, during this game, he said something about uh, being doggedly pursuant. Has anyone heard that before? Doggedly I love pursuant. it, though. Maybe, maybe uh, going like being pursued, like if a dog's coming after you. I mean, I d guys, what's the definition of doggedly? It's just like, hey, whatever like, it takes, Randy's persistently, extremely, in a manner that shows tenacity and grim persistence. Okay, good. I was right. <laughs> um, How convenient. Yeah, welcome to um, SAT prep with uh, Jill Town after dark. Um, do oh on the Lowry goal I wrote Reimer's fault I don't give a bleep. Um, we don't I don't stand Reimer anymore so he can allow as many goals as he wants. Um, <laughs> I noted the Barracuda line being out there for two minutes and like yeah. guys the fact that they didn't like they all like <laughs> remained alive through that two minutes and um, you know at least somewhat competent on the ice like. That's all we can ask for. But I noted that it occurred to me, like, you would never see this under Bob Bugner's Sharks. Um, and I appreciate that Quinn is, like, willing to give the younger guys a little bit more leash because or they're not playing for any. So it's like, if you can get these guys a little bit more NHL experience, like, while they're up there, like, I say, why not? So, um, Absolutely. So th that makes me happy. Why it's like, not? you know, looking back, like, Last season definitely had higher highs than this season. Mm -hmm. But when we were pissed at Bugner for never playing like anyone except his favorite guys, um, you know, that that was that was a low low because it was like we're watching our team struggle and we feel like the coach like doesn't even see it. Like, you know, he's watching some alternate version of reality. This throughout <laughs> this whole season, I feel like Quinn has been on the same page with the team and I'm not in the dressing room, but, um, you know, at least we have that. Yeah. Um, so he's been a good stopgap, at least in my opinion. Nice. Um, second period. I just wrote, this is boring smiley face. <laughs> That's literally all I wrote for the whole second period. Um, I was just eating my dinner. I was like, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I noted Hurdle hugging EK65's face. And that is the last post-it of the season. So 70 post-it notes. If you took the under, you won. If you took the over, we're sorry. Maybe not, but <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, you know, let's uh, get to the comments in the locker room from Eric Carlson. It's obviously a very special thing to do. It's nice to have it over with. We got outplayed in most areas, but I see how Kessel scores, so I tried it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Eric, please have a hot dog for, for after that one. Uh, uh, he continues on, it's a great feeling to be healthy and play all 82. Not many guys can do it every year. Uh, so I guess he wants to play 
the last two, which makes sense. I get it. And considering everything that's happened uh, to him over the last few years in San Jose, I, I wouldn't, I'm not surprised for him to play. He wants to play uh, all 82, uh, considering all the injuries from the years past. Uh, also, the debut, and this is the unfortunate part with, with EK getting 100 uh, points and Couture getting 700 points. And, uh, you know, was Tristan Robbins making his NHL debut in his hometown province? I, th- I think they said they had 40, 40 Robbins sweaters in the in the stands in Winnipeg tonight. But uh, Tristan Robbins saying, you can't put it into words. Having my family here is so special. It's quicker. Defense is tighter. That's my biggest takeaway. Uh, on that so congratulations to Tristan Robbins to your NHL debut took the rookie lap and everything uh you know I, I guess it's nice to have familiar faces together on the line they might not have played together per se when they were with the Barracuda but to have teammates on there probably helps things out big time uh for that one uh then David Quinn would go on uh, and he would say incredible year for EK the points he has five on five it's unique the way that it's happened. It's remarkable to have that season. Good to see him healthy. I wish we could have won a few more times, a few more for him. Um, uh, Quinn would go on to say, "We were overwhelmed tonight. The Jets took, uh, the Jets look playoff ready to me. Uh, I have been lucky to coach great players, but none greater than EK65. He's competitive, fearless, a world class talent, and he's healthy. I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was this good." Um, Quinn went goes on to say right from camp I knew EK was all in when I got the jo- when I first got the job we had dinner I knew he was frustrated with his health before but he's been phenomenal um, and AJ thank you fun fact this was an NHL record 34 loss in a game the Sharks had a lead in you know if you won half of those games, Dina, if you won half of those games, they'd be fighting for Seattle in the final wild card spot right now. <laughs> or Winnipeg for that matter. <laughs> yeah, but like, I guess we'll see how the lottery plays out. But um, there, I mean, there was a lot of debate last year when, you know, even a few months into the season, it looked like the Sharks might have a chance. But a lot of people were saying, like, no, you know, from their perspective, they would prefer the Sharks just be bad, bad and get better picks because, you know, you don't want to have all the excitement of making the playoffs just to, like, get swept. You know, if you're you're just, like, clawing your way to that wild card spot and, um, you know, you're not – uh, a team with like a raging fire of a thousand suns under your ass, um, then you know you. It may not go well for you. Huh. Um, so, you know, I don't know what to do with that information, knowing, <laughs> um, you know that that alternative reality exists somewhere. Oh, well. Um, Kevin is saying if they had won half those games, they'd be one point ahead of the Jets right now. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the white out. We got the teal out coming, baby. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a tough one to, to take. And, you know, uh, Richard Perez saying, remember Quinn getting criticized for not giving young players enough minutes? Is it? Is this a fair criticism now? Um, 
to me, I say maybe, but who else does he have left to play? I mean, yeah, the, the unfortunate. Okay, that's fair. I mean, the unfortunate part is Barabanov's son. Uh, Lynn Blom didn't play tonight. He's hoping to get into at least one of the final two games. Johnson is done. We'll see if he stays around next year. Of course, Mark Edward Vlasic took that that cheap hit from Hyman when Edmonton scores the first goal of the game on Saturday. He's done for the year. He didn't make the trip. Uh, so it, it's you, you kind of have no choice. And unfortunately, with the Barracuda now eliminated, um, you can bring up these kids and give them a shot. And speaking of, uh, not that I have post-it notes with me, though. But, um, you know, a couple of fun facts here. Eight players that were in the lineup tonight for the Sharks weren't with the team or weren't on the Sharks beforehand, whether it was Barracuda or other teams going on. The With Robbins coming in to play tonight, he becomes the 46th different sh- player to wear the Sharks uniform. I know this is getting boring. I'm sorry. I'll make it quick. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> no I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, that ties a franchise record for most players used in a season uh, back in 92-93 where that team won a glorious 71 games and didn't get the Wait, first. Wait, what? Of a, yeah. I'm sorry. You said they won 71 oh, games? Oh, did I say one? I, <laughs> wishful thinking. Is it Thursday night yet? Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, no. So they used 46 players in 92-93, which they had lost 71 games thank you for helping me out with that dana appreciate that <laughs> um uh, carlson gets uh his first goal of the game was 0.74 even strength he's now tied second with Pasternak. uh only mcjesus has more so and again uh you know uh couture 700 points puts um with five sharks or puts him with four sharks he becomes the fifth shark to hit 700 uh we'll talk about another shark in just a second but this is another one dana he's the fifth player drafted in uh, he was drafted in 2007 by the sharks he's the fifth player in that draft to reach 700 points uh patrick kane jacob Voracek, david perron jamie ben i've done it before patch ready's right there but you know he got hurt unfortunately for carolina so so yes, that is uh, pretty much closes a book on on this one. Let's um, you know a little bit of a wrap around. We, we do need to shout out a very important former shark. All right. There we go. Joe Pavelski gets a goal tonight. Naturally, a tip in against Detroit, and he gets his one thousandth point. So. Pavs, we love you. We miss you. We appreciate you. Congratulations on 1,000 points uh, tonight in Detroit. Uh, so we appreciate that immensely. Um, but yeah, just uh, now with the Sharks losing, Dana, I mean, um, that kind of sets up the hopeful scenario. Uh, you know, so the Sharks were losing in regulation. Um, they would need to basically lose out. Anaheim must get at least three points in its last two games. Chicago must get four points in its last three games. And Columbus must go 2-0-1 in their last three games, including one of which has to be in regulation 
because of all the tiebreakers for the Sharks to get the number one um, best odds in the draft lottery. Mm, I, I feel like that lady with all the equations, like... <laughs> <laughs> and you divide that by the centrifugal force and the hypotenuse of of the radius of albuquerque yeah no it's it's going to be a tough one to take the sharks lose so they stay they stay at 60 points chicago's the only one playing this evening uh so we'll see how that goes they're at 56 with three to play and so is columbus um, the tough part is, is for the Sharks, they have 16 regulation wins. Uh, Anaheim's at 13 with two to play. Uh, they won't be able to catch up. So they have, so the Sharks have to have Anaheim leapfrog them in points overall. Um, they can hold the tiebreaker against Columbus and Chicago. However, uh, Columbus has the first tiebreaker, which is regulation wins. And they're up 15 to 13, or 15. The Sharks have 16. Columbus has 15 on there. <laughs> when you really like stop and think about these numbers, guys. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Magnus Krona gets signed uh, away. I don't want to say away from Denver University, but he is now with uh now going to be a, a shark goaltender. We'll see how that goes. We'll see, you know, I, I don't know. That, I guess, Dana, we have a plethora of goaltenders now. Uh, you know, I think McAniemi and Mann uh, still have to be signed, but there is a lot of goaltenders on hand for Nabby to get uh, to do his magic. We'll see. Well, I know a goaltender we can launch right on out of the Bay Area. <laughs> And wouldn't be surprised if that happens, to be quite honest. Uh, the question now is, is you do have Kakinen signed for another year. Uh, so you'll, you'll see what can happen there. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's been it's been a crazy year for goaltending. Uh, you know, poor Strassman's been going back and forth between San Jose and Wichita. Um, Dell's had good moments, had rough moments. Makiniemi had a tough time being uh, healthy. Um, you know, for for you overall, what's this year been like? Um, I think it's about finding the silver linings. Um, like yeah, Carlson's season has been like super freaking exciting, guys. We are allowed to admit it. We are allowed to admit that we enjoyed it, and. You know, it brought at least some shred of, like, respect to this team, or at least the way it was talked about. Like, clearly not the team as a whole, but um, I really do not miss turning on every single, like, general hockey podcast. And the moment Carlson's name comes up, it's like, oh, he's washed. Oh, that trade looks terrible. Oh, you know, and like we didn't have to listen to that for a whole year. And even if that sentiment comes back in some way, no one is ever going to be able to say that, you know, that that he um, he wasn't worth being the highest paid demon in the league for at least this one year. <laughs> and while I don't know that I think he'll be traded, the fact that that he even could be <laughs> is a miracle. Um, and yeah, no. So that's been that's been awesome to see. Um 
And yeah, other than that, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what other silver linings. Um, well, I got to do a Teal Town Live from the Tank for the first time <laughs> yes. um, back in November. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, and, uh, you're like, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Other than that, like, um, it's, it's been a, it's been a rough year. Uh, oh not yeah. Lie. Down definitely being Timo being traded. Yeah. And I remember that day when we were all just waiting for hours, like what's the return? What's the return? <laughs> Slowly dawning on us like oh no they got peanuts yeah i i don't know about that trade y'all we'll we'll (laughs) see about it too hard my oh my head's gonna explode but you know what um wait so do we want the devils to do well in the playoffs or do poorly as far as draft to to me uh i think it's to me i think it's you you have them go deep to make sure the clauses kick in and make sure and make sure Timo Meyer stays healthy. Uh, and then next year, just, you know, <laughs> it, it be like, nah, you guys can stink a little bit more. Just get ready. But of course, Luke Hughes is now with the devils uh, along with his brother, Jack. It's probably only a matter of time before Quinn says, get me out of Vancouver, you know? So, uh, but uh, you know it's it's tough, yeah. And Kevin's confirming that conference finals this year. You want conference finals and uh, Meyer to play at least half of the playoff games. All right. Well, I hope Meyer becomes the first ever player to win the Con Smythe after being eliminated in the conference finals. <laughs> um, have, have thirty-five goals in the first three rounds and then get eliminated. Sure. Well, McDavid almost. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I don't think anyone would ever actually win, but if there ever was the case to be made for someone to get the con Smythe without actually making it to the finals, then it would have been McDavid last year. Um, But yeah, yeah, no, I want to see Timo succeed. He was an absolute, like, I I don't know. It'd be, it'd be cool to see him go really far because we've seen him um, really like come through in the playoffs. um, If he can just keep those mitts. uh, Right away from the pucks then he'll serve the devils well <laughs> yeah no absolutely and hitting 40 on the year it's such a great job for him in there for that so yeah and yeah uh, going back to earlier yeah that was it, it's uh, obviously there aj and myself and kevin are in the area so uh you know when we see each other it's nice to see of course jerk is in vegas uh, Ian is in Ontario in the province of Canada, the Sioux, so effing good. Uh, of course, you're out in the Midwest, and Mark is in New York. So whenever we get to see us together, it's nice. So it's great to, to meet you and, and everything, plus the hubby, uh, everything. So appreciate uh, your support and, and your willingness to come on because, yes, it can be a grind <laughs> Uh, of a season for sure uh, for that so uh, we will take that time to say in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher whether it's apple or google Podcasts, youtube soundcloud spotify tune in iheartradio 
Odyssey, of course, now on Amazon Music. Uh, of course, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, you can also watch us on the Twitter and on Twitch. Twitch, we're, we're working on things for Twitch over the summer, so stay tuned for that. Uh, on on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and that notification bell to let you know when we go on the air after each and every single game, Pucknologist, or when news breaks. We try to take Gorilla Gorlou and just uh, put it back together as much as possible. Um, so with that, the Sharks lose 6-2 to two to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Minnesota is losing to the Chicago Blackhawks 2-1 to one right now in the second period. That is very good news for Sharks fans right now as we speak. For Minnesota fans, that's basically signifying uh, you're finishing third in the division. Um so with that, Dana, I, I can't thank you enough, my friend, for uh, helping out this Anyone year. Anyone want to see a cat? Let's get a cat. Uh, it's a f- swan song for uh, for uh, Dana on the show. We will be back with you on Wednesday for Sharks and Flames. That is a TNT broadcast uh, beginning at 7 o'clock at night. Of course, the finale will be Thursday night, 6 p.m. against the Edmonton Oilers. Margie, do not claw Dana. Do not claw Dana. But yes, hi. So cute, fluffy little kitty. My girlfriend is probably saying, okay, 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 there we go. And there she is. My girlfriend be like, my cat is cuter. And like, we they all, everybody says all their cats are cute. Sorry, I need to keep her in there. Okay, you go. go, go. food outside. (laughs) What's on the menu tonight? Oh, we already ate dinner, but I, there might still be food outside. Um, we had uh, mushrooms and sweet potatoes and rice and some seasoning. It's, it was pretty good. It sounds really healthy. Yes. But actually tasty, too, for that matter. So I, yeah. oh, I sell stuffed I, mushrooms at my store. It didn't compute to her when I explained that it was vegetarian. So oh. not for her, but if it smells good, it doesn't matter. Yes. Yes. So with that, she's at Dana Mai with an extra Y. I'm at Puck Guy 14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. We will be back with you Wednesday following Sharks and Flames. Again, that's a 7 o'clock start on TNT. Uh, and again, Dana, thank you for being a part of the team. We appreciate it, of course. Uh, and for everybody here, thanks for watching. Until next time, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Eric Carlson has scored 100 points. Now, just lose out, please, and get some help. Good night, everyone.